Peter said, imagine if you were the one being stuffed this Thanksgiving dinner. Well, darling, I sure hope so. God willing, amen. That would be great. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League. This is episode 57, a week 11 preview. I am Nate, your host. You can find me on Twitter at Nate530. And you can find our league at Taco Court Pod. I am joined here today by popular demand from at least one and a half humans on planet Earth. Parents, you're coming back for your second episode. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm super excited to be back, um, giving the people apparently what they want or some version of it. <laughs> you might be one of the people. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> no, like we might be, we might hit the over just here. So no, it was good. Got a lot of like pretty good feedback on that. I think a lot of the guys in the league like hearing, you know, people's stories, backgrounds, what they're into and stuff like that. And then you kind of realize like, Hey, I got something in common with this dude. So Whenever we end up hanging out one day or, you know, you want to talk some more shit, it's like, and now I have a good avenue to, to pick at or something like that. So For sure. I like fun. it. All right, let's hop into manager on manager. So one thing I didn't ask you in the last episode when we did your kind of intro to everybody was give us an embarrassing story like about yourself or an embarrassing moment or something that like, you can laugh at about yourself that a lot of people maybe don't know as much. Yeah, an embarrassing story. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back a little bit for this one um, because I, I, I mean, I think nowadays I don't have a lot of shame, so I don't know if there's any recent embarrassing stories I have. So this would have been like 2000, 2001, I think. I was playing in my very, very first band. Uh, it was actually the first show we ever played. It was a, a battle of the bands at the Showcase Theater in Corona. Uh, and so this is my first time kind of being on stage with just like me and two other dudes. You know, I'd done, you know, other stuff before that, but this is my first time kind of being like front and center. And I was uh, not only the drummer, but also the vocalist for the band, right? So we're getting set up, uh, we're getting ready to play. We know all the songs, we're well rehearsed, all this other kind of stuff. Get up there, we start the very first song. I get half of the first line out and I immediately fucking freeze. Like not freeze on the playing, but like I completely freeze on vocals. um, And my brain like locked up, I never recovered. So the entire like 30 minute set that we played for this Mm -hmm. battle of the bands, was a completely instrumental punk band. <laughs> so like zero vocals, there was no singing. Like there was clearly supposed to be singing because punk is super fucking redundant. Um, yeah. So there was, yeah, just 30 minutes of instrumental punk music. Uh, needless to say, we did not win that battle of the bands for sure. <laughs> but the funny thing was, is uh, it's actually part of the reason why I kind of just don't give a shit anymore and why I don't really have shame is because it's sort of like one of those, well, it can't get much worse than this type of moments. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something that might get worse than that. So granted, I was by myself, not in front of a bunch of people or competing in anything like that. Right. But and this is the second time it's happened to me in my life. But this happened in a very specific place. I was in California. So this had to have been like, I'd say 2018, some time frame and maybe like summer of 18. I'm getting out to my car and I like I've been trying to eat a lot better, uh, you know, exercise and stuff. I was in this middle of like going from like 230, 240 pounds down to like 175. So I was kind of in that middle phase or whatever. I'm eating a bunch of stuff, whatever. I'm using the restroom a lot. And I get in my truck and I got probably like a three hour or three minute drive home from where I worked. And I get in and I'm like, 
like, oh man, my stomach, right? So I go to rip one real quick and it was not a fart. And I straight shit in my uniform, like in my military uniform. And I shit and it was like wet. And I could feel it was a wet thing. So like a little bit came out and I was like, oh Oh. shit, right? But I'm sitting in my truck, pulling in reverse out of a parking lot. And I'm like, oh shit. So I like try to stand (laughs) up. So I stood up like and drove, like I drove standing up the rest of the way home and like oh. with my left hand under my ass just in case i like dripped and i it was disgusting because i'm like i'm gonna catch this in my hand right because i didn't want to get it on my fucking seat because like my seats have this like you know this faux leather stuff on the sides of it but in the oh, middle of the mesh yeah. or whatever like that right so like i literally shit my pants and i get home like and luckily like none of the neighbors are out and nothing like that but i had to get home and like kind of waddle myself into the garage close the garage door and try to get out of like boots a belt under all this you know these long socks without getting shit all over my body and then like take a shower hurry up because i was a little bit late to pick up my kids from daycare and the daycare closes at a certain time so i'm like trying to do all this within like 20 minutes once i got home or whatever but like i'm at a stoplight and standing up in my truck essentially and people were looking at me all weird and it's like (laughs) like you only know what i'm doing if you've done that before so (laughs) (laughs) for sure yeah so you got a question i do actually and this is one i think i'm thinking about as the holidays get closer right people get kind of sentimental ish during the holidays uh but so thinking about like i mean the past couple years have been kind of crazy right so uh what is something either surprising or unexpected in your life that you've started uh changed or embraced since this whole like COVID shit happened. Yeah, so at the beginning, kind of going back, and I think I talked about this on one episode before, but me and my ex split mid-February, end of February, essentially, of that year, like 2020. So I was like, you know, like a fucked up mood thing or whatever like that. I spent a couple weeks in the hospital and I came out, like I went in right as like, hey, there's this virus, coronavirus thing or something like that, right? Don't, whatever. And I came out of the hospital two, two weeks later, it was like the walking dead. It was completely different and I didn't like get the transition or anything like that, but mm. I battled a lot of mental stuff last year in during that time frame. You know, I came home, there was nothing there. Like I was just by myself basically. So I was like not used to being alone, I guess you would say. And like I've, I, mean, I was married for 14 years, I think by the time it all kind of went down, right? So it's like, I've spent most of my adult life with somebody. So battling all that kind of stuff or whatever, and just being comfortable being alone was a big thing for me. Like we traveled a lot. So like she traveled a lot, she's a flight attendant. So she was gone like 70% of the year anyways, when I was in California or when we were both in California, I was gone all the time. So used to being alone, but not having that person to go talk to that you've kind of relied on for all the time, right? Even if it's just a shit talk or you're getting in an argument, anything like that, right? It was just something that was comfortable or common, right? And stuff like that. So getting comfortable, just being alone, doing my own thing, having my own kind of life that's not revolved around everything altogether type of stuff. And it took me a while, man. Like I'll say I'm kind of proud of it that I, I did a lot of it on my own. Yeah. I mean, granted, I went to therapy like three times a week and stuff like that. And that was big for me to like go get help and talk to somebody and completely open up. But I'm glad I did it when I did it. And I'm not like trying to do that stuff now after everything's yeah. kind of done. And you know, I didn't like try to mask it by 
kicking in with the homies or, you know, going out doing other stuff to keep my mind off of it and stay busy. I like really sat in my emotions for a long time. Like we were doing one week on, one week off with our kids. So they get to see each other pretty much evenly, you know, each parent evenly. But on my weeks, it was so fun. Like I wouldn't turn on, like there was like a three, four month period. I didn't turn on a light in the house unless my kids were home. So it was like the whole dark super depression thing. But I'm glad I did that instead of trying to mask it and I dealt with it and I learned a lot about myself and learned how to like recognize my emotions and the things that I'm dealing with and being comfortable just sitting there and saying like yo I'm really sad like I remember sitting out back I'd be like I'm so sad and I don't get it right but it was like being able to recognize that rather than just kind of living at it helped me kind of like transform some of those thoughts you know flip some of those thoughts take some of the method things I've learned through classes and everything like that and right now like I'm glad I did all that stuff so uh, when it's like you know, something I embraced, like the embracing being alone thing was a big thing for me. And I kind of like it now. Like, I mean, I don't know. You never get married to end up divorced, right? Like that's not the purpose of it or whatever. But for me, it wasn't good for a long time. I had a a very long time, right? And I kind of just sat with it and I ate, I sucked it all in and just dealt with it on my own. Now I'm kind of like, I feel good. I'm happy. Like I enjoy waking up in the morning a lot, you know, going to my job. Mm -hmm getting home, doing all the parent stuff, uh, everything that comes with that. I enjoy being able to like, you know, if my kids are gone, I try to do something that I enjoy. Like over the summer, hey, I love baseball and I haven't been to baseball games in forever because me and her like different teams and we were just never like, yeah, I'm going to go watch the Dodgers. Uh, You know, I'm not going to watch the Dodgers and I'll be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch the fucking Giants, you know, whatever. (laughs) So little stuff like that. So you know, I got to go see like seven baseball games this summer, right? And I just fucking... I'm doing stuff that I just never would have done. And it's kind of nice to not have to really answer to anybody or feel bad for doing something that you want to do. Right. More and more, I kind of deal with that. I, I realized that like, like I shouldn't have to, had to have felt that way. Right. Like if I want to go do this, whatever, uh, as long as I'm taking care of all the stuff at home, then I shouldn't have any shame in it. Right. So, sure. you know, looking at, we talked the last time looking at going to see like Rage Against the Machine in Boston. Right. And it's like, yeah. I would never fucking do that. Like, yo, I got to go do this. Like, even when I would go travel for work, it'd be like, I'm coming home like the day that I'm supposed to come home or a day early, you know, taking an early flight to get back. You know, I'm just going to go fly another four hours north and go do this and then come back or whatever. Right. And you you just don't have to deal with the argument stuff, pieces of it. But I think a lot of it just has to be with like really getting to understand myself personally. And I'm glad I kind of went through that because I felt like I for a long time, like I just wasn't the same person that I know that I am inside or that I was before and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's that. Thanks for yeah. uh, doing that. <laughs> it's a lot no, easier that's... to talk about now. And I, I mean, and I say I did a lot of it on my own, but like a lot of the guys that are in this league, a lot of guys in Colorado, you know, my family and stuff were there, but it's like, it's different when you're on the phone or you're on a Zoom and you know, they did the best they could. We did the best I could, you know, we could together type of thing but a lot of like i guess the hard 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 work right was just like done sitting in my bed or sitting on the couch or walking up and down stairs trying to figure out you know what to do what to eat whether or not i should shower today type of shit like you know so i'm I'm glad i did that i'm glad i embraced it and uh it, it just makes it a lot easier when i deal with dumb shit now like you know stuff that happens in life or whatever like that so yeah thanks man that's no, <laughs> sorry for taking it down the road, but I will say this, man, like mad respect for mad respect for leaning into it. And like, you know, like, like clearly the, the, the overall experience was like a net positive, right? Like you, you were able to like, yeah. 
kind of like I, I don't know because like it's that, that's not the easiest thing in the world to do right to kind of like stare into the darkness and like stare back you know what i mean yeah. and kind of and like battle back from that and like work through it is 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 awesome man there's a um there's a dude david goggins i don't know if you know who david goggins is he's a mm-hmm. complete psychopath animal he was like <laughs> this dude who went he's gone through like every special forces training course qualified thing whatever was a navy seal I guess he's never like seen con there's like some negative stuff to him but the dude's just kind of like a motivational guy now but he's he's a complete monster like where he came from and what he did and what he was able to accomplish is stuff that like very 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 small part of america will ever even attempt to do let alone do but he has this he does a lot of these things where he's like running and he's very blunt and forward and he's kind of vulgar or whatever but he said something about like a lot of people shy away from the darkness right it's 115 degrees out here and i'm running 30 miles today or something like that he's an ultra marathon runner and everything Mm. um he's like the thing is is that when you're going into the dark cave right a lot of people want to turn around the longer you stay within that darkness your eyes will start to adjust if you sit out in the middle of the deep dark eventually your eyes will start to adjust you'll start to see and then that's how you'll kind of get yourself through those moments and stuff and i think he put that on his facebook on all his socials like about a month or so ago but there's definitely one I saved because I was like, oh, I don't like like sharing all that stuff everywhere. I used to do that before, but it kind of reminded me of that, like that whole situation we just talked about. Nice. That's awesome. I'll have to, what I'll about to check you that in that front? What about you in that Yeah, my, Mine is not, mine won't be that heavy. It's, it, it's personal, but it's not that heavy. I think for me, and this is actually a somewhat recent, um, so uh, really, really just realizing how much more I need to prioritize uh, things that are like important to me personally. So starting in like, I think 2017 or so, uh, maybe even like 2016, I started to get real career focused and I like really, really leaned into my job. I was taking like a lot of promotions, which was really exciting. And I was even like moving for work. So I'm like picking myself and moving up to, to like different parts of the state. And I, I was for a while there, I was in a new job and in a new place, like once a year, um, because yeah. I was just so aggressively pursuing uh, advancement at work. And I think one of the things that I, I realized over the past two years is like, while I want to be successful at work, like I feel like I had to sacrifice a lot to do that. And I feel like I've gotten to a place where I don't really want to do that anymore. Like I still want to be successful. I still want to, you know, put myself into it, but I also want to like save time for me. So I'm trying to be more cognizant of like, you know, getting off of work at the right time and like, you know, being really um, intentional about like, getting together with the people that matter to me, getting back to pursuing like personal passions and like creative stuff and just kind of bringing more of that stuff back that's like personally fulfilling and getting yeah. less away from like all the all the career stuff. Like again, nothing like two years of a pandemic to, to kind of make you value the important stuff and yeah. kind of just made me realize that shit don't matter yeah, <laughs> as much as you think it does. What, cause here's the thing, right? Like. You learn this in the military pretty early on and especially when you get later on into it right when you're like when you decide whether or not you're going to give a fuck to try to get all the way to the top or not right um and you're going to play kind of some of those games and a lot you don't have to but you know a lot of people try to it doesn't help that you're not involved in the club or you're not in this thing or that thing right and you realize like hey i'm gonna move here in three years they're gonna get someone else to do this job or they're gonna kick me out and they're gonna hire some 21 year old and he's gonna be doing the same work that I do. Or my job right now, if I were to quit, if I were to actually leave my job, right? 
Nick's going to put out an ad and they're going to get someone to, they're going to get all the applicants, right? And they're going to fill it and there's someone else is going to work there too, right? So yeah, I want to do well, you know, I'm going to do my best type of stuff, right? Like it's just in me, I am not going to half-ass things or something like that. I want to do well, but in all actuality, like if you're not working for like yourself, yourself, right? Like solo entrepreneurial thing, like there's, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs out there on Indeed right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, someone, yep. someone will do it. So totally. Yep. All right. Moving on to our week's waiver report. We only had two waiver claims this week. So pretty blah, but that's how it gets at the end of the season when we've already rated it all. So in the first one, Boner Jams 03 acquired Evan Ingram, my boy for $20, dropping Ricky Seals Jones to make room. No other bids were made there. And Tony Patriot acquired Marcus Johnson for a dollar, dropping Tyler Johnson to do so. No other bids were made. You got any thoughts on these moves? I do. Um, For Evan Engram, I actually don't hate this move for Matt. I I appreciate that he's still trying to make moves at the end of the season. That's not a lot of money to spend to get him, right? Like he didn't, he didn't really overspend. Uh, It looks like his tight end, his tight ends on by this week. So it's a little bit points chasing. I've actually in past seasons taken a ride on the Evan Engram train. It was very disappointed with the results. So like (laughs) prayers up, prayers up for Matt this weekend that he gets the version that we've been seeing. But um, at that price, I don't hate it. And I actually bid on Marcus Johnson in another league. Um, Yeah. So I don't hate Tony's move there either. I think they're both smart and make a lot of sense for great price. Yeah. I really hate the fact that I spent all my fab and I didn't leave like 20 bucks so that I can get like, you know, bid $2 on a player because the guy that I was wanting to get out of this waiver claim was Marcus Johnson. Seeing that Julio's out, you know, Derrick Henry's out. I think they're going to lean on Deonta Foreman a little bit as he gets more comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I think they're going to be start having to start passing the ball a little bit more. And that dude is just getting targets left and right. And to get him at a buck and not see any other bids was kind of like a lot. I was like, oh, you know, like everybody was probably looking at running back i suppose so (laughs) you know and maybe matt bids a dollar on evan ingram if i didn't sit there and say hey i'm going to spend all my fab on him in the in the group facebook group if you if you would have looked and saw that you didn't have any fab because i'm the evan i'm an evan england evan ingram truther um i've Mm -hmm. had him in i think this league ever since he was in the nfl so Every single year, I can't quit the dude. He's super talented. He just can't stay healthy, right? So, yeah. guy scoring touchdowns. He's a he's a red zone threat there, and you know he only needs a couple catches to do some damage. So okay. it'll be interesting to see how that pans out with like Sterling Shepard coming back, Darius Tony, all you know Saquon Barkley coming back here soon. So, but I don't hate it at whatsoever. So, nah, I think it's good moves. So this week we'll be making our picks based on which manager we think has better feet. So we're definitely. Getting into some weird territory here. It's almost yeah. the end of November. So, you know, you're trying to hold out. So you got to think about things just to, uh, to pass the time and not get onto the bad side of TikTok. So uh, we really don't know how any, hardly any of these people's feet look. Like I've maybe seen like three or four of them. So, um, all right. Matchup number one, Pocket Dogs, six and four, traveling to myself, the Vinegar Strokes, four and six. Pocket Dogs is currently favored by 20 points, 139 to 119. Who you got in this one, Terrence? Yes, based off feet. By the way, I love that you brought up that we're almost at the end of No Nut November. We're trying to think of different stuff. Some people, I don't know, they might, you know, this might, uh, who knows, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens on the other side, but you may actually cause some problems. Uh, no, as, as far as the first matchup goes, uh, Pocket Dogs, I was checking out James uh, on Facebook. He didn't have a whole lot of picks. It was kind of hard for me to, to really make any 
any judgments, like pics of himself that I could see. You know, when I think about the vinegar strokes, Nate, man, I, I, I see you on social and you're looking like put together. You're always very composed, right? Like always these like kind of sharp, clean shots. And that tells me, you know, you're probably taking care of the Dodds. So uh, I'm going with vinegar strokes on this one. Hell yeah, hell yeah. One thing I do know about James is he was a Marine, which means he's got like that gangrene foot because they don't take care of their feet and they're in those boots and you're going through water and mud and all this kind of stuff, right? Foot care is a big thing, but I, I see him being out in the field for too long, not bringing enough socks. He probably forgot about it. You know, he's got to get a, you know, a hoagie in the, in the ruck or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm the guy who's over here getting pedicures and manicures. I got to take care of these puppies. I never there used to go. do that and I'm really ticklish, but yeah, my feet are basically perfection. So yeah, I'm taking this one home. Basically, I really need this victory too. So um, I'm glad I have nice feet. Matchup number two, we got the Eskimo brothers four and six headed to I shave my balls for this six and four. I shave my balls for this is a 17 point favorite, favorite to win 141 to 124. Who you got? Yeah, this one I actually kept pretty simple, and that's just kind of based on a, sort of a running theme. I you know, I hear that, like, uh, Trey, I shaved my balls for this super, super competitive. So my thought is if he doesn't have the best feet, he will by Sunday. So give me I, uh, give me I shaved my balls for this for the win. <laughs> that's so fucking true. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. So uh, Trey, Trey is in the business of trying to look like a Greek god. One day he wants to have a statue of himself basically everywhere in every city that is in the state of ohio you know i mean he if he was to have it his way he'd be in athens greece as well and we all know that all of those statues are in the nude and those guys didn't wear shoes and trey's got to have good feet for his statue making so give me trey on this one as well matchup number three we got you the milford academy eight and two headed to the murder boners two and eight you are favored by 34 points favored to win 130 to 96 who you got in your own matchup yeah, this one, obviously, I'm a little biased, right? Because I have some inside information here. So I will say we've talked before about Murder Boners. Octavio, he's uh, he's starting to date, so maybe he's starting to up his game there. Uh, but I will definitely tell you, while Milford Academy's got a little bit of, like, Hobbit feet going on, they're very well manicured and well taken care of Hobbit feet. And you know what? Lord of the Rings fucking rules. So give me Milford Academy all day. <laughs> oh, man. I, I assume, like, so Octavio's over here dating, right? He's posting pictures pictures of him and his old lady on on the facebook and stuff like that right on the socials i believe i've gotten a pedicure with this guy one time i'm pretty sure i've gotten a pedicure with this guy one time i i want to put money on it i don't want to do that though but yeah i only know his and i'm into brown so i'm gonna go nah i can't do that i'm going milford academy we went against you last week and it was for good reason we stated that you had good thanksgiving food that you would cook up a good spread so we tried to give you a win by giving you a loss and we went you know two for two last week so not doing it again milford academy's winning this matchup number four tony patriot four and six headed to too hot to handle five and five tony patriot's favored to win by four 139 to 135 who you got here yeah, when I thought about this one, um, too hot to handle. So Brandon, I was taking a look and I guess he recently changed his profile picture to like, it looks like like him with like an old man filter on. And so I immediately mm -hmm. think of old people feed and it just grosses me out. Mm -hmm. um, when I think about Tony, Tony always strikes me as very like on his podcast. Every time I talk, he just seems very like meticulous, very detail oriented, very organized. So uh, give me Tony Patriot on this one. I think he's paying attention to the little things. I think it's going to translate to the, uh, to, to the feet. If Tony's feet are anything like his legs, he's basically bought into the entire Colorado thing of trying to be Bigfoot instead of actually looking for Bigfoot. This dude, his legs are super hairy. If it goes anywhere down there, I've only seen him with socks on. I've never seen him with bare feet. 
I know his old lady goes and gets pedicure. She goes to this one place I need to go to, but they actually serve drinks there. So you can get fucked up while you're getting a pedicure or manicure. I really want to check that place out. But Brandon seems like a guy who hasn't picked the lint out of his big toenail in about three years. And it just builds up and builds up and builds up. It looks like a Ren and Stimpy belly button. So oh. give me 20 Patriot to win this matchup. Number five, we got Boner Jams 03, three and seven headed to Password is Taco six and four. Password is Taco is favored to win by 14 points, 135 to 121. Who you got here? Yeah, this one. Uh, so I, I tried to dig into this one a little bit and not be biased because I do know Matt. Um, I don't know Matt's feet, but I do know Matt. Uh, so for Passwords Taco Clint, he also didn't have a lot of pictures of himself. Like I didn't have a whole lot to go on there, but you know, for, for Boner Jams 03, uh, Matt and I were recently at Josh Callis' wedding. Dude cleans up real well, looks sharp in the suit, beard game super strong. I have to assume if he's, you know, putting himself well together in that regard, um, I, I think that he's, he's probably taking care of the, the business all around. So go ahead and give me the Boner Jams on this one. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Clint in the last, I don't know how long I've known him. So since 2008, I assume, 2008, I've met Clint. So it's 13 years. I've never seen him not wearing a pair of Air Force Ones. So his feet are probably like really stank. I'm sure he sleeps in them uh, because if he tries to take them off, they might crease a little bit or something like that. Matt is the guy who wears jeans with sandals. He lives in Southern California. He'll do that, right? And he'll wear those reef ones. So it's like mm -hmm. someone's going to see like, hey, what kind of like little frail thing you have coming off of your your sandal right there you know what what brand is that or whatever so i know that yeah. his toes are kept really nice he's probably even got him french pedicured like the little white tips and everything like that so oh yeah hey boner jams 03 to move to four and seven this week in our matchup of the week we have the cops lives matter six and four headed to three penis wine six and four this is a pick em right now they're both have projections of 146 on the week who you got here yeah i think this one uh what it boiled down to me was two things right um uh, so nick rocking also kind of strong beard game right beard beard bros i kind of always appreciate that the other thing that struck me as soon as i hit up his facebook the dude just met ocho cinco you can't tell me that dude did not get up for that and get ready so i think that yeah he he definitely got himself cleaned up he put himself together give me three penis wine for the win i know both of these guys we hang out i see nick every single day at work nick on the last emergency podcast of 58 west king stated that he was roughly baker mayfield's height that's the guy he would want to fight baker mayfield is six foot one nick is 411 he can't even ride roller coasters <laughs> like we, i i wanted i said hey nick you want to go to disneyland he said i can't because i can't ride anything nick's 411 he walks to mordor but he can't speak like a hobbit he doesn't eat like a hobbit he doesn't have second breakfast and brunch and then lunch and then second lunch and then early dinner or nothing like that his feet are hairy yeah his beard game is really strong but he can't reach his feet even at 411 so give me cops lives matter to win this matchup and move over to seven and four dropping the three penis wine to six and five lock of the week my lock of the week i'm doubling down it's cops lives matter over three penis wine you got a lock of the week. I, I do, and this is probably bad juju, but I gotta take myself uh, over the murder boners. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good uh, about about the feet game, about the football game. I'm I'm just feeling, I, I'm I'm feeling it this week. So so give give me give me me over the murder boners. There you go. That is the kiss of death right there, and you know it. <laughs> We're obviously getting near the end of the season. It's really, really important for us to, to really be accurate in these picks that we're making. We want to make sure that we're getting it right with our picks, right? Um, and so uh, what we're asking for is purely for research purposes. If you want to send in 
those feet picks, right? So we can kind of verify just how things are going. Um, I'm going to personally own the accuracy. So if you want to DM me on my Tumblr account, my Tumblr is feats, F-E-E-T-S of fantasy football. So you can go ahead and send those. Again, purely research purposes. It's all for science and, and we appreciate your help. Thank you. We got to do a draft before we get out of here, Terrence. And we all know what it's like to eat other people's food all the time. And that's something that we're, is most likely going to happen in a lot of households here in America for Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but often I end up leaving these big gatherings wishing I had just gone through a drive-through, grab some shitty burger and call it a night, watch a movie, do my own thing. Because, you know, there's always like one good thing, a couple good things, and then half the people cook like shit, and you, but you got to eat it, you know, to make everybody happy. Therefore, I feel that we need to prep the minds of our listeners, and we're going to do a top five fast food restaurants because we're all hitting drive throughs after Thanksgiving dinner. We're going to get McFlurries. We're going to get two tacos for $1.19. I don't know why they're not 99 cents anymore, like an Arizona tall can. But since you had the most votes out of our last draft, Terrence, you literally demolished me in the baseball draft. I don't think I got one vote. That was brutal. Yeah, I don't know if, I was talking to Nick about this today. I don't know if people listen and then they're like, you know what? We're just going to vote against Nate because he's going to rant about it, right? Um, Or if I'm just like that bad. Or and you know I don't I don't know what it is but I'm going with the conspiracy angle there but you get to choose your draft position this time so you want to go first or second in our top five fast food restaurants caveat we had to come up with restaurants that had a drive through so mm-hmm. we have to have witnessed this place have a drive through absolutely um, uh, you know I love a snake draft I'm going second I love that double pick so I'm trying to stay in the lane of things that are well known across America. But also the fact that majority of my audience who may vote is on the West Coast. But it doesn't matter because I think this is the all-time best place. Like, nobody can say it's terrible. They can say the food is terrible and it's bad for you. But everybody's going to go and just grab a bunch of stuff from there at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. Hell, even throughout the middle of the day. I wish they brought back the Choco Taco. My number one pick is Taco Bell. All right, Taco Bell. Uh, I did not have Taco Bell on my list, though they are probably like very like that's that's probably a huge that's probably a huge like a bunch of people are going to be like, that's a red flag. Um, I am going to go with. All right. So for my for my first pick, I'm actually going to go with something that might be a little too specific, but I feel like it's on brand because I gave him a shout out on the last episode I was on. So I'm going to go with King Taco first. Um, you cannot get in my mind better Mexican, better, better legit Mexican food in a drive through. Um, so give me King Taco. If you're not, if you've never been to Southern California, the next time you come here, go to go drive through a King Taco. And for my number two, I am going to go with, so I'm going to, I'm going to lean into the California, but I'm going to go the opposite direction and I'm going to go with In-N-Out Burger. Lots of okay. love for In-N-Out Burger on the West Coast. I, I'm taking that one for number two. Yeah, that was going to be one of my next ones here as well. I had a tough time trying to pick out which one I would want to do first uh, because these are probably like this place is really like my favorite place. My second pick right here. They have it all. Like It doesn't even matter what you're in the mood for. They have anything that you want. You want some jalapeno poppers? They got them. You want egg rolls? They got them. You want a, you want a teriyaki bowl? They got them. You want tacos? They got them. You want a fucking chicken pita? They got it. They got everything. They got everything. They serve breakfast 24-7. They got munchy meals at the middle of the night. They have jalapeno poppers and some grilled cheese sandwich burger thing that you just can't give up for five bucks. My number two pick is Jack in the Box. Great pick. And their their commercials are amazing, too. Great great pick. That was definitely on my list. (laughs) I have one that I want to do, but I don't. I'm going to hope that it doesn't get picked because 
it's only for a very specific reason why I'm going to pick them. But my number three is going to be Chick-fil-A. I've read the entire Bible twice, front to back. I can't tell you half the stuff that's in it anymore, but I've read it. And something about that Jesus chicken and the pickle juice that they put into it with the buttermilk for the little crusty stuff, you know, the breading like that. They got their own delivery drivers now, Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's my pleasure to have them on my team. <laughs> That's a good one. I definitely had that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got Love two. Love it. All right, uh, for my number three, I'm gonna go with one. This one's kind of a novelty, but um, I feel like uh, it's always come through for me clutch at my most needed moments, right? Any time of the night uh, when I'm in, in uh, when I was in Vegas, this is one that actually came in clutch when we were in Ohio for for Josh's wedding, uh, especially on the nights that we were we were drinking nice, good kind of late night soak up food. Give me White Castle and the bags, endless bags of sliders all day long. So greasy. <laughs> but so the best, the best drunk food. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's hundred percent. I'm going for that for that. That's my, that's my drunk eat on the list. Uh, and coming up. All right. So my next one, I'm going to go with one that I think is kind of an unconventional pick. This might, um, play it to a specific audience, but I guarantee you it's a place that people patronize every single day for their uh, delicious beverages, their incredible sandwiches, uh, their great breakfast uh, that they rock each and every day. Uh, I am going with Seattle's own Starbucks uh, for my number four pick. So I did, so I was going through my list today, right? And I'm counting that as a, as a fast food joint. And it was going to be my like, hey, I have I had nine of them and I needed one more thing to write down to make sure we didn't double up everything. Right. Yep. And I was like, hey, guys, is Starbucks fast food? And everybody said no. And I said they have a oh. drive through. I said they have a drive through and they have food. The thing that came up was, well, they don't actually cook the food there. They heat it up like, you know, I was like, OK, whatever. Right. I won't put it on my list, but I still believe it's fast food. I'm good with it. We're keeping it on there. So I totally think it's fast food. It's it 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 comes together quickly. Uh, I mean, if we want to start unpacking the restaurants that don't really cook their food on site, that could be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, we can't do the damn draft. You're gonna, hit with, you're gonna get hit with like a defamation. You're gonna get hit with like a defamation suit by like McDonald's or some shit because we're gonna call yeah. them out for not cooking food on site. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got four, I got three. These are my last two picks and you're finishing it up at the back end. It's tough. I don't know, um, oh man. All right, so I'm gonna pick this one because one, I, I dig their burgers. They're always fresh, never frozen. And their social team is on point. They have the best social media account on all of Twitter, on all of Instagram. They're complete savages. I'm going with Wendy's for my fourth pick here. Yes. And who doesn't love Frosties? I mean, you just get a frosty, you know, and it's like, I feel like Dairy Queen kind of tried to take the whole like, hey, it can't come out of the cup thing, right? Well, yep. the frosty never had to be turned over upside down because you kind of knew, right? We're, we're all adults here. All right, now I'm a little stuck. I'm stuck between two. One is the late night favorite when I go back home. Uh, everybody used to go here all the time. And then the other one is just one of my favorite places to eat because they have a bunch of stuff too. And every type of flavor drink that you could ever want. I'm trying to pick between Sonic and Carl's Jr. I love Carl's Jr. I love that bacon Swiss chicken sandwich that they have. It's completely amazing. When I was young, I used to order the Western bacon cheeseburger thing, but I get it without barbecue sauce and bacon because I just wanted to have an onion ring on my burger. My dad used to get pissed because he had to pay a meal for me and it cost way more than just getting a burger with an onion ring. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
But the fact that Sonic doesn't have roller skaters anymore and everybody just comes and walks out your food, I got to cut them off the list and I'm going with Carl's Jr. as my final pick. I worked at Carl's Jr. in high school and uh, yeah, food's legit. And they have all kinds of stuff too. The zucchini, the fried zucchini yep. is, I have oh, to yeah. get that every time, but I always have to remind the, the cashier like, hey, I want to get the whatever, the number one, right? I want to get it with this, this, this. And in addition to, I would like fried zucchini. You want that instead of the fry? No, in addition to, like, that was the thing, because I'd always get, I wouldn't get my fries, but, yep, that place is amazing, too. I love that place. Got to get, got to get them Chris Cuts going, right? Chris Cuts, oh, yeah. Chris Cuts are banging, too. Oh, yeah. You got your last pick coming up? I do, and I had, I had three left, because um, I, I actually didn't have either one of those on my list. They're both great. I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, this one's... Um, Probably one of my one of my favorite places to go. They don't really do the late night thing. They're not open super late, but if you're looking for like delicious uh, flame grilled chicken, you know, lots of pico de gallo. They put like avocado on fucking everything. Um, and how could you not like? How can you hate on that, right? So give me yep. El Pollo Loco. Oh, I uh, did for, yeah. for my fifth <laughs> spot for sure. I will give a special shout out to the other two that I'm not picking, which was Del Taco, SoCal yep. staple. Uh, I, I didn't want to go that SoCal and the habit, which also SoCal yeah. staple. Yep. I had removed El Pollo Loco off mine and I don't know why, but I love it because so it's long. it's pretty close to like legitimate food that you would make at home too, right? Like the burritos, like, uh, like I'm not a big fan of Chipotle. Like, I mean, I like their food, but I don't like getting burritos like that. I'm not a big like the California big burrito thing because I grew up in a household where we don't eat burritos like that. We ate burritos that were beans and cheese and they were rolled up and small. So I'm used to that kind of stuff. And Apoyo Loco has a lot of that stuff where it's just enough, right? It's not like overbearing or anything like that. It's super good. You know, by the way, who's going to come after us because of this list, because neither one of us called them out, is Texans, because we didn't give a shout out to Whataburger. They're definitely, I... they're definitely coming for us on social, bro. My list, I wrote Whataburger in red and put a strike through it. I will never. <laughs> that place is basically burgers and mustard, and that's it. The whole thing is crock. It's a crock. We invite awesome. your hatred. We invite your hatred, Lone Star State. Bring it yeah. on. Suck it, Texas. My other honorable mentions, I obviously said Sonic. I have, I like this place's burgers for like a fast food joint. I think they have the best tasting like patty from a traditional fast food, and that's Burger King the charbroiled you know flame grilled burger thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just smells the best when you drive by it uh, it just smells like hey there's an actual barbecue going on don't ever accidentally order the impossible whopper or the impossible anything because that's not neat and i didn't know that at first <laughs> and i ordered one i was fucking pissed <laughs> like seven bucks for this thing <laughs> jesus christ my other, my other one was mcdonald's um i think they had the best fries in the game and then my last one is because I know that when I was in California, in the Santa Barbara area, not in Santa Barbara proper, but up where we were, this place had a drive-through and it's Panda Express. Um, yeah. Panda Express has started putting drive-throughs in places and that place is delicious. And I can feed my family with one plate. So I yeah. like that. The one by me has got a drive-through actually. I love it. Yep. Yep. So when you're voting on these things, right? Do you think, or do you think that other people's votes are swayed heavily off of one of the selections within it. I think it could play a role, especially like for myself personally, I, I, when I go to vote on these ones that I don't participate in, I, I think that 
if I have a very strong positive or negative opinion, it definitely has an impact. Um, the Thanksgiving episode is a great example. I can't imagine Thanksgiving without turkey. And so I'm already going in with this like aggressive bias that's really hard to overcome. Yeah. It's tough. If you if you hit on somebody's absolute favorite, it's hard to overlook that. Feel like the sandlot was that piece for the baseball one. Like Sandlot I think if I had sure. the Sandlot instead of like something else, right, mm -hmm. and I would have picked that first instead of Fever Pitch, and you weren't going to pick Fever Pitch, I think I have a ch chance of getting at I, least a couple of votes. I think the trio of Sandlot, Field of Dreams, and League yeah. of Their Own; those are three like monster movies for people. Yeah, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised that I got all three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see how this one goes. We'll see how this one goes. I might try to post it before the episode so that I can test my theory on whether or not I'm getting, you know, conspired against and well, I like get it. my full tinfoil hat thing going on. But I like it. Lean in. Right. Lean in. <laughs> if you're liking what you hear here, go ahead and check out the 58 West King podcast ran by Tony Patriot in our league. That's for his league. Over there, 100 and, I don't know, 20-something episodes now, and then it's pretty comedic. It's fun. They're finishing out Squid Game. I don't know why I'm going no, to save that comment for later on because I've got a whole episode based on it. But uh, they're finishing up Squid Game. And so it's it's pretty comedic and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing later on, too. Banger of the Week. I guess it's a song that I kind of heard when I was dealing with a bunch of stuff or whatever. But I guess kind of when I came out of it, too. So it kind of fit. But I think it's kind of just a cool song. It's got a good melody. It's kind of about being yourself and uh, doing your thing or whatever like that. And this song is sung by a dude who I found on social media on TikTok. His TikTok following is pretty funny. Their podcast is pretty funny. It's called Feels Right Donut, F-R-D-I, Freddy. It's sung by Nick D. Song is Fit the Bill. Love you. Bye. I move forward from an L like a chess piece, uh. In my hefty day, miss opportunities to try to backdate them. Heard you bald and got cut off, it's a castration. They sell a kidney just to grab placements. Stain from the bacon, good thing we had aprons. Uh. Molded from the clay like aching, I never miss you, mistaken. You been, yeah. Looking for a hand to help through troubled waters. I beg your pardon, uh. The pressure's on them, ayy. Mr. Do his own stunts. I don't need a double boy, I only do them once. Added to the list of things you never speak of You never give a reason I get Messages for the blueprint They like to hear about it, they don't like to do it Dedication that can match the talent You too close to the fire, how long could you last around it? No need to cast a ballot When most people hear DIY, they think to ask for pallets I think to build a palace, I think I need a challenge Holes in my kicks from overwearing them Headaches from your songs from overhearing them We different but the same if you couldn't tell We like a capital I and a little L I put a different spin on living well I can see what your clan see mm. Like splinter cell Ivory tower in a guarded castle Travel, the process more than two steps Before I'm done with you I'm thinking who's next I blew my headphones and got a new set uh. Out of pocket, like my wallet When it's time to fit the bill What you doing? Keep it moving I got trouble sitting still yeah. Got desires, I got stuff trying to fill Freeze, hmm. Forgot I got no chill Where the beans got a pot you can spill Yeah 
Conversations in the backyard under moonlight Bringing up past thoughts while we trying to start a new life Arguments over nothing cause it's hard to tell you that you right I just want an apology but why would you start tonight? Probably won't, I don't expect it I just feel like sometimes my feelings get neglected I get upset, you get some presents, but not my presence Cause I need some time alone, but little do we know We see it through different lenses Tinted by past experience, lost in the fast and furious A yield or a stop, a pause or a period The margins are off, it ain't often as serious I don't like to talk, you call it mysterious You calling it off or just calling me curious You probably just calling and worrying I'm probably just stalling and furious I just wanna receive a call with encouragement To put off all the turbulence, I'm all in, quit worrying can't even lie, I'm the best rapper I know Not the best rapper there is, just the best that I know Not the best who ever lived, just the best that I know Those some thoughts I usually keep to myself But I hope you feel that way about yourself 